everybody and welcome back to another episode of the ballistic bomb um i'm going to keep this episode as brief as i possibly can because a it's unscripted and unscripted things usually means i tend to run off at the mouth second thing is this is something which is really personal and um so there are going to be some amount of clichés in it because um what clichés lack for in originality they kind of make up for in prophecy and that's not my um saying by the way it's again something i've taken from a movie i love called victor victoria but um yeah to just get to the point um we all need people around us whether it's a whole bunch of people or whether it's one or two specific people our lives have become pretty isolated and um because of the way our education has shaped up the way places where we've chosen to get our jobs and you know maybe even the kind of people we have built our relationships with and where we've ended up most of us have moved pretty far away from where we started our lives out in and i don't just mean um the place we were born in but i also mean the way that we were brought up we've all um attained a lot more than maybe our parents or caregivers thought was possible and i certainly have gained a lot more than i thought was possible for myself while i was growing up and where i find myself in life right now is one of a lot of comfort and the comfort doesn't necessarily come from a sense of physical well-being it comes from a sense of being taken care of emotionally a couple of years ago my husband kind of browbeat me into taking up a, a mortgage for a new place to live in and i wasn't entirely happy about it because we had just paid off the previous mortgage and we were a young couple with a small child and i wanted to travel i wanted to redo the house i i wanted to live well i mean i wanted the trappings maybe um upgrade the car maybe you know take in a couple of more international trips so while i wasn't entirely looking to acquire more material comfort or material wealth i definitely wanted the money to be handy so i could do more i would have more resources uh, available for me and the thing with the mortgage is it doesn't entirely bring your life to a grinding halt but it definitely imposes a lot of breaks along the way and sometimes it's really tough telling yourself that you know the bigger picture is what you're aiming at and at the end of the day the better quality of life will all be worth it and the time is the time that you actually start realizing how much it's worth it is usually a few years down the line so we started out with our rather hefty uh, emis and my dad being a banker was able to guide us well in terms of how we would pay off the the loans and my husband worked his ass off i mean we were basically living paycheck to paycheck and we were really lucky there were no medical emergencies or any other emergencies of any kind because we were able to pay off rather he was able to pay off um all our loans and debts within 2 years and and that's huge because um it it's not just very restricting to have to measure or always be aware of um how to cut your cloth 
it holds you back in so many ways. You might be living in a beautiful house and everything, but at the back of your mind, there's always that pressure that this is what I have to earn for. You know, this is how much I owe. This is how much is still my due, you know, and um, it, it can cramp your lifestyle a lot. I, I don't think any of us would ever have a hand to mouth existence, but being debt free is an extremely liberating feeling and it opens you up to the possibilities of living your life in a manner which is not just lighter. I, I think the it enhances every single experience that you have. At least that's how it's been for myself and my husband. And um, his main reason for moving us out of the place that we had was really simple. We had no life there. We were surrounded by people who, for the most part, seemed good. For the most part, probably were good. And um, maybe if we had tried a little more to conform, we might have made friends there. But the reason there are so many question marks and so many doubts in the things I've said is the place that we used to live in wasn't filled with people who were warm. They were all good in their own way. Maybe it was our limitation more than theirs that we couldn't bond beyond the basic saying hello in an elevator or only going to somebody's aid if they really needed us. But um, I think all of us were living in our little silos and um, as a family, we had a, a brand new child and it kept us busy enough. But as my son was growing up, I realized that parenting can become a very isolating experience when you just have your child. And um, you can't just keep doing baby talk all the time. And Hyderabad is such a place where um, unless you really want to sit somewhere and eat or, you know, you just really want to or have to take the car and go somewhere far there aren't too many recreational spots for a person to you know spend um, some time in or just even kick back and relax especially if you are um, toting a small child around which we were for a good amount of time so when we moved to this gated community um, our lives changed and our, and our lives have only changed for the better because for the first time, not only do we have friends, we, we actually have an extended family. There are families with whom we celebrate our anniversaries with. There are families with whom we celebrate our birthdays with. And, you know, while I'm, I'm saying these things, I'm getting a sense of deja vu because I'm sure I would have repeated these. These are words I say so often to other people as well. And I'm so profoundly grateful to my husband for... Um, Having put his foot down and saying, you know, this is what I want for us and screw the money. Um, these are certain things you have to spend on. And today when I'm sitting with a, a scar on my hand because a tumor was taken out of my, my right hand. And while, you know, it, it was a fairly painless procedure and I'm not inconvenienced in any way. The number of people who have either shown up to just ask how I am. The number of casseroles which have made past my front door just so neither me nor my husband have to worry about where the next meal is going to come from. And even during um, the worst of the pandemic, people have proactively made groups wherein they can supply food, even going as far as, you know, having a good amount of people from the different regions of India so people can get the kind of food that 
is not just nourishing the kind of food that they're familiar with, the kind of food that is soul food, you know, for them. And people have proactively done that. So even if there was just one person in a residence or in a family unit who was down with um, the coronavirus, every single member of a particular family has been taken care of because of these fantastic people who've just reached out and said, what can we do to take care of you? And that is basically what being in a community is all about. And when I was a child, I was part of a larger banking community because of my father and his job. And no matter where we went, people who belonged to the same organization as he, we would catch up and go for picnics. And then, of course, when you're a student, you are part of a student community. But as you grow older, you find that you have to pick and choose the people you allow in your, uh, in your life and in your circles. Some people stay in the periphery and some people, of course, come closer and closer. But what is so very, very heartening for me right now is the way people just reach out. And even if they're not asking what they can do for you, the fact that somebody stops you and just just asks, how are you today? That's wonderful. I mean, when I go for a walk outside, whether it's in the morning or it's in the evening, you know, there are a bunch of us who are just so anonymous right now because of the masks that we're wearing. But there are some people because you've run into them um, over the months, over the years, you can always make them out no matter how they look, you know, no matter how many layers they have on them. Or they're just people you've never really spoken to beyond uh, functions and events and you're at most just acquaintances, but you walk by and you just raise a hand and you acknowledge each other. And, and that is a beautiful thing. And to some people, it might sound really hokey. To some people, it might sound extremely cliched, but all it essentially does is promote the feeling of belonging. All it does is let you know that this is where you're from. These are your people. And you have people around you who know you and who in turn want you to know them. And, and I really, really hope that that's how things progress because I have um, a child who doesn't have any siblings. People he considers his own are his parents and his grandparents who are sadly far away. And a couple of very close friends of mine, um, you know, who he considers as his uncle and aunt. And honestly speaking, I don't know in this day and age, it would have mattered if I had another two kids along to, um, you know, just raise all together because people seem to be making choices that take them further and further away from the larger family unit. And it's not entirely a selfish choice. It's just there are so many more options these days. And it just seems wrong to expose a child to the whole world and then say, okay, fine, I showed you all the possibilities, but you can only pick from these two and make sure they're close to home. So when we literally tell our kids that there is no limit, we also have to be prepared that the limitlessness that we're exposing to them to can actually take them very, very far away from us. And it does happen, whether it's for their schools, whether it's for their things that they're interested in, and ultimately where they end up living, where they end up working. None of them have much to do with how we envisioned our lives with our children. There are people further away from their spouses as well. There are, you know, families wherein there's um, a husband in Africa, a wife in India, then one of the children in U.S., another child somewhere in Southeast Asia. 
and that is still a family unit and that might be a very well cohesive functioning family unit but still at the end of the day you want to be able to look up you want to be able to see a familiar face and you want someone to wave back at you when you wave at them so um with that i'm again going to say how profoundly profoundly grateful i feel when i look out the window and i spot some faces who i've known for so many years i feel so happy to have been given this opportunity to put down my roots and i felt rudderless for a very long time because of all the nomadic lifestyle that uh, i had courtesy my father's job and now that i'm able to give this kind of a stability to my child and now that he knows what home means it's not just a place he comes and tosses his dirty shoes off on it's a place where he knows that there is a particular auntie there's a particular uncle there are friends there are favorite places he likes to go and play in all of those things help me be a better parent all of those things help me live a better quality of life and while it may not be that huge apartment that i had liked once upon a time overlooking the hudson river this is still a much better version of a reality than i thought i'd ever end up in and it feels fantastic thanks for tuning in bye for now